Multiverse Theory and Spirit, excerpt from Point Omni, a recent science fiction of mine in Drexler City I had bought a little office niched across the street from a phone company amplification station for a song. It was small yet the bricks were an ambient reminder of mid-20th century American plains towns where memories had already vanished along with the people that lived and transacted business in their lives. Charlene worked the U1 research station for me when I was absent to Earth or other inner solar system ventures. It was good to be home with Charlene in a manner of speaking. She is a familiar face in an alienating world increasingly banished into sterile scientific phenomenalism more like virtual reality conditionally tolerated than home worlds. I opened and stepped through the doorway. She seemed a little distracted with a 100-mile distant look. Not that it was too surprising. We often had conversations about metaphysics. She said, I have started thinking about dimensions from first principles John. One may make a square out of a circle by creating four 90-degree angles in it. So if one imagines a sphere changing its shape so that it has four corners to it achieved perhaps by stretching it at fixed points, compare that with a figure analogous to a volume of space with three dimensions. What are dimensions really? String theorists speculate about extra dimensions with some of unequal sizes as if they could be bound or compounded with a metadimensional power. If one regards dimensions as fulfilled space for example, in a three-dimensional sphere representing space as field lines crossing it in three directions, then changing the perimeter surface shape of the sphere or square may change or warp the field lines, dimensions and relations within. If those were dimensions they also would be changing relationships of composition. What though are dimensions made of? Are they discrete, composite vectors such as a light beam that is made of photon quanta yet comprise a light wave in quantity? Are dimensions made of fundamental particles that when assembled have a vector or arrow of direction that is time? Physicists say that the universe is in principle time-reversible, although improbable because of reversing entropy and force field desiderata. The relationships of various forces, fundamental forces of the universe, may also be time-reversible though improbable. Dimensions, whatever they are made of, may have some force about them perhaps as a field, possibly neutral yet binding onto other dimensions with some principle may be governed or determined by the meta-field wherein they exist. If God were to change the surface shape of the universe from a cube to a sphere altering thereby the structures of dimensions, energy and mass within a universe, it is conceivable that a 13.3 billion year evolution or expansions from time equals zero at a big bang could be completed in 13.3 seconds or fewer in a time forward or time reverse process. If dimensions and mass contents of time are subject to an overall field strength determined by God, the form and content of any given universe might be instantly determined from hydrogen atoms to stars, galaxies, life, black holes and information phenomena experienced within a universe with sentient beings. So how did you go about mind mapping a multiverse John? I thought about making a reply. The instant extended farther than it might have. Into the future making the most out of time for reflection on a topic dropped from the sky 10 seconds past before I asked Charlene. Do you favor complex descriptions or prefer melted down models? Charlene Crace, a superb cook, is a fashion theorist in many universes unknown to her, yet in this one she is a practical and accomplished hister philosoph economist tile setter. Her reply was as expected, direct, complexities can be regarded as tiles for themselves within a relativist mosaic. Meltdown models simplified, simpering ready for consumption have fewer connections to adjoining explanatory tiles. They are puppies of limited horizon. One must track farther from the meltdown model's edge to locate a primary tile's horizon. It is better to start with the complexity in itself that encompasses the initial meltdown model. I said, with that being a good opinion, 
I need say that mind mapping a multiverse wherein mind itself necessarily has an implicit capacity to branch as prima facie a complexity so far as making a recursive description of it goes. Each thought in every mind has a physical foundation or reality for itself. Every thought stirs the brain to make subtle chemical changes at a quantum level, and there is a universe existing corresponding to each quantum wave difference however minuscule. A universe exists with every possible quantum variation comprising an infinite scale of universes with every shade of gray and location of each particle? Yes Charlene. Every universe that God has imagined or thought to be is superpositioned in all possible variations. Human conscious thought branches into the right universe that free will actualizes with every thought. How would one have a continuum of mind if mind switches into another universe corresponding to the new thought structure? It seems as if one would rather have a nearly infinite multiple personality John. Initially one might guess that each mind is already existing independently in every possible universe. If one dropped into another universe mind and kept one's own then one might have two minds in the new brain, and those might keeping adding up with each new thought as one journeyed nearly infinitely with each new thought from universe to universe. The universe branching need occur automatically rather than with any conscious awareness of the branch to another universe suitable for the new thought. If mind were to compile as an infinite addition of mind to new self mind not only would that be confusing, it would be self-evident and perhaps bring one to the level of a little god state with all of those minds coordinating in serial thought processing. For the latter two reasons I would dismiss the concatenation of minds in universe switching from the set likely possibilities. Well John, cosmology has two main components, structure and composition. Mind slipping through a variegation of subtly different universes would seem to transcend the structure of the universes on the face of it, and probably the composition too. Mind is different than matter even though it is based in matter. While mind and its thoughts may slip into permutation universes appropriate for the idea, the universes may pre-exist the arrival of mind, and mind may occupy the live universe like electricity lighting up a previously dark bulb. Then what about the other minds John? Those living in each universe aren't just androids or play figures they are real aren't they? Sure Char, they are real and potentially are occupied by the correct mind for some individual branching at their own time. Alternatively each mind could be coordinated to swap to an appropriate universe with God's deterministic management. Managing the spirit of an individual soul experiencing one life across an infinite multitude of universes shouldn't be difficult for the Lord. Each universe is pre-created physically by God and fully developed from beginning to end. God has accounted for every possible thought that anyone might have, and though one is free to think whatever one wishes there will be a ready physical universe appropriate for that thought waiting for a mind to arrive at the right moment. One would expect an omnipotent and omniscient God to have actualized every possible universe at least as idea. Idea for God transcends human ideas about what mind and matter are. Ideas of God may appear as matter in some contexts of perception for others. Quantum waves may have a superpositioning correspondence at the cosmological scale where every possible universe is selected as observed, God pre-knowing each possible wave function of any and all mind selection John. Superposition Strategy Charlene poured a Kona coffee for me, an expensive import from a Eurith-like world N9 with bean descended from the original isles. I stirred in two packets of Inocusug that provided a little immunity from a nanovirus brain-eating disease. Char, every possible universe that could be made to exist does exist, and in an infinite number of variations and permutations from every possible choice and evolution anyone or anything could take. A human soul is spirit and branches off into another universe appropriate for its thought with each thought it takes. God foreknows every possible universe that he has created or entails from eternity in all directions. So John there are not an infinite number of me occupying all of these universes. No the time of each is a non sequitur. 
All of the pasts, presents and futures in each of the infinite universes exist in the eternal now of God. They are like static scenes that come alive when the soul is in any given universe. Then how could two people share the same universe for a significant period of time and relativistically travel together? For a human being calculating the mechanics might indeed be quite difficult even impossibly so. For God though it is nothing. Consider that the sum over histories of world lines and all possible positions of quantum superpositions before waveform collapse before viewing are apparent phenomena given unto observers. The all possible positions of a given quantum particle actually correspond to an infinity of universes where the particle is in a different position. That phenomena occurs for every possible particle and virtual particle in existence. Necessarily time-like spatial quanta is also formed with quantum superposition. Select quanta are given unto every possible time position that are for themselves spatial locations. The multiverse is static with a contingent existence fully actualized within God's eternal now. For human observers however time and space seem to be in motion relativistically as if membranes from higher dimensions were passing through one another creating the appearance of time and spatial expansion? That's one way of looking at it char. I realize that even the traditional approach with waveform collapse making a steady-state material universe tends to leave one philosophically wondering if they can see farther from the mountaintop through the fog. Remember some of these points about subjectivity and the Schrodinger wave, function. The wave function could be a state of mind, of subjective experience, yet it might be a problem of the criterion, that is within an Everettian interpretation mind or experience moves through a multidimensional matrix. I think that is not entirely inconsistent with the Copenhagen interpretation epistemology viewing matter and energy through a glass darkly with partial certainty. Wave-particle superposition is a paradigm of contemporary thought about how the quantum fields exist that could be inaccurate, so the Copenhagen paradigm could be incapable of determining what's what though useful in standard model field equations for working with matter. That is a pragmatic philosophical difference of depth. There are innumerable forms the fundamental field could be in that allow the appearance of quanta and spacetime to exist along with faster-than-light distance interval transcendence. People naturally think inductively of circles and spherical packing with a unitary field shaking to emit one-dimensional membranes building up to large quanta. All that minimalist quanta remains tied into the, the unitary field and can be regarded as complex virtual illusions that are real building up to a level where self-awareness occurs experiencing the steady-state temporal fields. Transcending experimentally to deeper micro-levels through spacetime to forms of quanta outside of time individually as quanta may let relativity-breaking phenomenal observations exist. Space membranes may have irregular shapes when intersecting providing for irregular rates of apparent time passage. Alternatively they may have regular shapes that when intersecting or passing through other membranes provide an apparent smooth rate of expansion of spacetime resembling that of dark energy. Dark energy is often regarded as responsible for the increasing rate of expansion of space in the observable universe. Cosmologists say the rate of expansion of space and time will continue until a big rip occurs when the universe is 64 billion years old whereat it will cease to exist, failing to draw social security benefits itself from an economics expanded with Federal Reserve zero interest loans. Membranes capable of being an entire universe when intersecting at various angles or portions contacting must be a very large size one might think. Size is relative thought in a completely empty void a one-inch membrane might as well be a mile. Only in relation to other membranes or things could comparative quantification occur. If a membrane is not of zero dimensions simultaneously existing yet not existing logically somewhat absurd except perhaps for quanta in some form of superposition even with a timeless, eternal form, then it must be made of something. In a field particles arise of various sizes as energy wave packets. A membrane though is regarded as some kind of fundamental entity without parts. 
irreducible membranes of one dimension seem even less probable than superposition zero-dimensional membranes that take one dimension with interference, observation and waveform collapse, or just the word of God. A membrane of n dimensions may be a quantified field in the mind of God initially structured in a spiritual sense that with interference and intersections collapses from the superpositions of the mind of God into one-dimensional and concatenated dimensional forms. Recombinant dimensional membranes perhaps with an unknown forms of charge perhaps multitensorial charges could build up superdimensions with greater magnitudes than other membranes. Membranes and dimensions could undergo a collapse to a steady-state field comparable to that of quantum waveform collapse. The shape of the universe spatially speaking was and is of interest to cosmologists. It could have been toroidal, spherical etc. Perhaps there is no clearly definable shape for a universe at the leading, expanding edges whereat it fades off into a nothingness emptier than nothing itself. It may simply be an apparent universe with apparent yet unreal space that is properly a concatenated and apparent effect for observers from one-dimensional membranes moving through one another. When one membrane passes along the axis of another it may appear as an acceleration of spatial expansion to local observers. Any sort of turn or deflection for a membrane shape would require some irregularity of force acting at that place. The presence or absence of planar deformation, or of spherical deformation if a singularity, indicates the presence of a heterodox field or membrane element. Maybe some theorists regard individuated endowments of force as fundamental brains with the optimal shape for a brain corresponding to the configuration of dimensions in which it coheres. Dimensional brains thus appear to be theoretically embedded within a Chinese puzzle box of additional dimensional brains. In evolutionary biology there is an argument that mutation is the primary agent for change rather than natural selection. Mutation is a way of describing sudden change of an individual from an existing pattern. The capacity for mutability is an implicit aspect of being. God may be changeless and eternal, yet space-time beings continually change. Mutation however is regarded as occurring to living beings rather than to inanimate molecular forms. Complexity in biological forms allows for a suggestion of mutation from an existing pattern. Simple matter though changes predictably, logically even mathematically. Elements are what they are because of the quanta clumped with basic forces. Phase changes of matter might theoretically occur to an entire universe or portions of it, yet again consistent with logic of components. Geological formations like talus slopes are said to evolve under the influence of the second law of thermodynamics and entropy with the increase of disorder. Should dimensional membranes be thought of as mutable or are they too simple even to be considered being evolutionary? Relationships of membranes that change in a field of all possible membranes existing might be regarded as evolving. Evolution occurs in the space-time changes for observers living in a nexus of interacting membranes. For God hosting the membrane field, nothing changes in a sense. The membrane's position and motion follow his will. Intellect of observers changes too, yet is in a level 4 multiverse intellect is an apparent phenomena embedded in the interacting membrane fields. It is predetermined though apparently able to modify energy matter forms in a small way within a space-time manifold. God configured the complete field from eternity with space-time membranes comprising contingent ontology for others. You two foxes have holes, and birds have nests. When the Son of God became born of woman on earth bringing the good news of salvation to the elect fairly early in life he outgrew his usual domestic social environment. In time the revelation of his identity brought even his fellow townsmen to seek to throw him off a cliff unto death. His new mother and brothers were those he called to be disciples. The earth itself was not a home for the Son of God. In the book of Matthew verse 20 Jesus saith unto, A man, the foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. The Lord Jesus was about eternal life with God. The kingdom of God like Karl Barth said in echoing the gospel, 
is within you. The spiritually dead are often the too comfortable in the world as they seek not after the Spirit and spiritual rebirth through the Lord and Holy Spirit. The body is matter and dies, the soul is spirit and a gift from God. As a human is given life with spirit, after physical death of the body Jesus gives renewed life to the spirit. Immediately following Jesus' plaintive comment. 21. Another of his disciples said unto him, Lord. Suffer me first to go and bury my father. 22 But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead. Bury their dead. In the planetary topology social cultural advances arrived at the next higher level when technology became able to take barren, lifeless worlds and make them over into worlds teeming with self-sustaining ecosystems. The ecologically dead were reformed in the image of life as some of the people were transformed into a modest spiritual likeness of the Son of God after being remade in His image through faith. I wonder about the logic shaping drives for planetary and galactic expansion sometimes. With technology able to produce food from dirt and nanomachines able to construct dwelling on planets and low gravity themselves for human, what urges motivate the endless rush? Deductive and inductive logic may be used to find solutions for the same problem. One tends to think of logic as entirely deductive naturally. With deductive logic one has a concept, a set of differentia and advances a remaining solution from given premises. Maybe I didn't say that very well. Logical elements might be regarded as simple symbols. For example, upright lines drawn for tallying counts. Different annotations, differentia, for the lines could be just the position of an intersecting line. There might be circles placed on a line differentiating lines in numbers and locations and sizes with little circles. If one has a collection of symbols and has a process for combining them such as addition and subtraction, finding what remains after processing slash combining slash simplifying them one has a deductive procedure. One deducts redundant and irrelevant symbols in an equation until a surviving symbol emerges. Inductive logic on the other hand, is a generator of symbols they may not yet exist. Again using lines and arithmetic as examples, one can produce higher numbers and more complex symbols, or less so, than are found in an initial set. Multiplying two prime numbers produces a greater number than either, so it might be considered an inductive process, however given the right procedure, the solution may also be found deductively. Inductive and deductive logic may each find solutions to a given problem. Deductive logic would tend to provide an exclusively correct answer or solution while inductive logic would provide a number of possibly correct answers that would be cumbersome to reduce and simplify inductively. It would probably be possible however. It is comparable to the extra work needed to use deductive logic for discovering solutions to problems better suited for inductive methods. Possibly all deductive problems may be found with inductive methods while, alternatively, Deductive logic cannot discover all solutions provided by inductive methods. Metaphysics for example is a field better suited to inductive rather than deductive logic, except in some instances, if one is applying a key interpreter from a known material premise. Charlene, the Drexler state has a few terraformed planets comprising its nation. The energy required to form narrow dimension membrane channels through spacetime may exist within black holes. What think you of that? It does then seem that the construction of membranes is a logical place to base the construction of universes. Universes in one descriptive paradigm are extended membranes differentiated with field pluralism, waves and particle quanta. A one-dimension membrane singularity may be the apex of a locally timeless cloud superpositioned as virtual wave particle energy from an unbounded unconditional. In an initial waveform collapse from the virtual cloud of superpositioned particles the zero-dimensional singularity becomes one-dimensional expanding its membrane energy with four-dimension vectors. Membrane energy inherently embodies all possible universe fields, particles in space-time. 
as the singularity and hyperinflation occurs for an instant in a second, field energy endowments and space-time expansion transpire producing a standard and eventually observable universe for sentient beings embedded within its present or future. I had wondered about the role of black holes and gravity more so than dark energy John. Consider the point that gravity affects all matter and virtual particles associated with it bringing them all to a relative center where none break free. If gravity was a field transcending all matter, and if the strong force binding quarks together, and electromagnetism too along with the weak force binding molecules together were pushed and pulled by gravitons within a dark hole and even a naked singularity they would need to be wave particles with some mass and maybe a negative charge still bounded by the speed of light at which gravity observably occurs. Gravity can't transcend to the space-time dimensions wherein it exists as a field phenomena able to bind to quarks or the strong force field itself. Perhaps for some reason as simple as polarity tensors of the field in which they occur. It does seem to me there must be a preferable account for the treatment of gravity on mass energy instead of collapsing it to an infinite reduction to a singularity as an entity without gravity itself a contradiction, for gravity as a field phenomena must be a contingent field too rather than a non-contingent one. Even if it seems to bend spacetime there are numerous ways to explain that besides spacetime dimensions becoming deformed. For instance a time dimension could receive interference from the presence of mass and simply slow or dilate the mass motion through space in a proportionate way bringing about the appearance of gravitational spatial effects. A black hole is not on Newtonian standard time. Maybe gravity conforms mass into a larger mass construction comprising something like a local curved membrane of energy in itself. Mass energy may be embedded within the gravitational field itself as part of a charged object different from those normally experienced in space-time. While they may potentially be a very large power source, they may also process mass energy through to a basic dimensional membrane. The receiving membrane would expand space or time as the case may be while the remaining local curvature of space where the black hole formed could be compared to a bullet hole in a piece of metal left after the bullet mass passed through. A potentially useful insight. Maybe gravitons are virtual particles of a membrane dragging mass through black holes back to membranes. I should say that I have been saving a bit of good news though. Yes? We need to go on a journey my dear, through space and time. Really John, where to? The planet phobia. Don't go there John. Um hum, laughs. <laughs>